Shut up, I love it. Pogue life, everybody. Pogue life. Shut up. I love it. And I am the Pogue master, Joe Cabello. And I am here with the Pogue minion. <laughs> no, you're not going to like that. It's okay. I like when you challenge me. Uh, it's, it's good when you're an authority to be challenged. Yes. Um, it's a sign that I'm a good ruler. And uh, my name is Sasha Feiler. And this is my podcast. Shut up, I love it. But yeah, Joe's the co-pilot. And Shut Up, I Love It is a ship where we talk about things underrated, underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, just kind of cheesy, maybe like not for everybody. We'll find out. But you know what's most important about it? That they, they love, love it. it. The guest loves That's it. That's what's important, <laughs> Sasha. And if this is like a ship, I'm on the life raft hanging on off the side of the boat. I'm I'm at the bottom of the ocean or this the lake bloated, my body bloated waiting for discovery. Uh, can first, we take this? <laughs> I know you want us to get off this Sasha, but that's making me want to stay on it more. So and I'm the treasure. There we go. Look, you All bullied right. your way into uh, getting me to, to get out of this. <laughs> I'm still going to insist on introducing today's guest, who is the treasure, the very treasure of this podcast. She's a writer, actor, and improviser based in New York and Toronto and also in Los Angeles. Welcome, Veronica Gribanova. Thank you so much for having me back. It's been a while. It's been too long. It's been some time. I know. I'm in Los Angeles now. I think last time we talked, I was in Toronto. You've been in yeah. 12 different cities since the last appearance, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from that intro, I thought maybe your body had been cut up into pieces and, you know, parts of you were in uh, New York, parts of you. It happens. It happens every day to people all over the country. It's oh, true. Oh. I that's not what we're going to defend. <laughs> Murders. Mutilations and whatnot. No. I terrible. just watched Cocaine Bear, and I feel like I've had enough of the uh, body harm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, hell I, yeah. I, yeah, Joe, you were into it? I enjoyed Cocaine Bear. I mean, this isn't a cocaine... Don't get me started, because... Yeah, let's not get started podcast, on Cocaine Bear. And if yeah. you're going to invite my opinion on something, you know, I will take it. So, But I'm this time, I'll let it slide. Okay. <laughs> let's slide right into the today's topic. What are you here to talk about, Veronica? I'm here to talk about Outer Banks. Mm. Tyra Not Banks, Tyra Banks. Uh, sister, right? Outer Banks. <laughs> Netflix hit show, Outer Banks. <laughs> and it truly is a hit show, season three, uh, out recently. I'm sure you were a god. Oh, yeah, I've rewatched it. <laughs> okay, we're going to get into that. I have a question about that. What do you even mean by that? But tell everybody what Outer Banks is for if they don't know. Okay, Outer Banks is a TV show about teenagers who. Hunt for treasure, I guess. It's kind of like Dawson's Creek meets National Treasure. Uh, they live in the OBX, Outer Banks. It's off the coast of, I want to say, North Carolina. But what if it's South? It's it's one of the Carolinas. They're off. It's a real place, uh, a really beautiful place called the Outer Banks. And it's divided between you know the rich and the poor on the island. And the the show is about these kids who are grew up poor, called the Pogues. Is that 
Like good enough. That's great. That's perfect. Okay. That's Poglandia. Not the band. Not the, the band. There's a all. band. <laughs> yeah, it was Shane McGowan, like a famous, uh, famous drunk from Ireland. <laughs> Irish people t- tend to love him. <laughs> well, if he was a drunk, I'm sure they did. <laughs> wow, that's Pogue life right there. So gritty, so raw. I can make jokes. <laughs> Well, yeah, as, as Russian safe. Ukrainian people, we're, yeah. we're pretty we're familiar known to with that. Be drunk, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that as well. Yeah. But out of banks, what 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 would you say is the demographic for the show? Yeah, teenagers, um, teenagers, teenagers. <laughs> very, and me. Very quick. very quick to admit that this is for teenagers, and actually, um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lie about who it is just for. Uh, what would you call it, um, confidentiality, but a friend of mine works with teens and says they love this. They love this. They love it. Wow. <laughs> As they should. <laughs> and obviously I'm talking about my friend Barack Obama. Uh, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, out him like that. What's that? He works with teens now? Never stopped. Ah, you know, because he gets sense. the blood from them to stay youthful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and drinks it. this is where okay. you find out all the truth about the world in on shut up i love uh, it it's an awesome <laughs> great yeah so um out of banks you know i was shocked to discover that there's three seasons out because <laughs> I, I i i only saw netflix target me about it now. recently mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i i just was like oh wow if it's so popular how come i didn't mm-hmm. know about it that was that was the shock that's netflix though right because i bet if we went to each of our signed into each of our accounts it's a totally different ecosystem completely it's like true what you're saying and i will say that i didn't know about the show either my sister who is gen z put put me on this so i think they're just not targeting people over 25 <laughs> They know. They yeah. see your account. They go, nope. They, they look at my account. They're like, oh, you've had this account for more than 16 years. Nope. Yeah. You're watching you The Irishman. Yeah. But also, like, uh, Shut Up, I Love It makes my choices very confusing mm. to Netflix. Like, I feel like their algorithm hurts every time <laughs> yeah, they're I thrown log up. on and start watching. Yeah. Yeah. They think maybe you're having a psychotic episode. They're like, we need to put her to a mental hospital. She's obviously breaking. They think I have different personalities, which I yeah. do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so you got onto the show um, later once it was on. Like, when did you get into it? Me? Yes, I think it was last winter, not this past winter. So I think two seasons were already out by the time I was, by the time my sister started rewatching it with me. Okay. I, I have to ask, uh, is the reason people are obsessed with Outer Banks is because the the main dude. The kids are like, hot. Chase let's not eat. Stokes. Let's, right? Maybe don't yeah. say the kids are hot. They're no, of age. The, the kids are hot. They're, but he's like really age, right? hot and he's older, right? Like he's not. They're like all young. they're all like CW teens. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're they're pushing 30. Like Madeline Klein is gorgeous. I mean, it's a very hot cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, they're they're all, you know, older playing yeah. younger. They're probably you go into their Netflix accounts, it's all Irishmen and Yeah, they're also being targeted. It's not bluey. <laughs> I don't even think that's on Netflix, but neither here they nor should. there. Retraction. Mm-hmm. Um and you had said uh that you just got done rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Did you rewatch all, all seasons or did you just watch season three twice? 
So I started re after I finished season three for the first time, I started rewatching from the beginning because I was so kind of just depressed that it was over. Mm. And then when you agreed to have me on the show, I was like, I should find an episode in season three that, that, you know, to give them a sense of where the show is now. And so I had to watch all of season three just to figure out that this is going to be way too confusing to have you guys watch season three. Yeah. I, and I imagine it has, uh, cause we watched the pilot Sasha and I mm-hmm. just for the, the audience mm-hmm. and for you to know. And it seems to me from your description of it being uh, Dawson's Creek meets National Treasure that it seems to expand well past the pilots as far as the scope of the show. Yeah, season three, they're hunting for El Dorado. <laughs> wow. Yeah, spoilers, by the way. Uh, spoilers That's about okay. yeah. Outer Banks. <laughs> totally fine with that. Uh, I don't think I'll lo- watch per- past the pilot. You don't want to see what happens with El Dorado? <laughs> I mean, I just want to know do, do who hooks up with whom? Like, what yeah, ha- yeah. Let me tell you. Okay, tell so, me. okay, so in the pilot, well, what do you think? Who do you think hooks up with who? Well, I feel like the will they won't they right? That's the big thing between Madeline. They don't wait Klein. too long. Oh, the rich girl, uh, Madeline Klein. Yeah, the blonde mm-hmm. girl and the main mm-hmm. guy. Right. But the then, like, guy. who's yeah, and the main Stokes, the Sto- mm-hmm. you know Stokes, the thirty-year-old Stokes. But then, uh, who is really hot, like, like, like shockingly hot, <laughs> like uncomfortably hot, and then, and but then there's like the, the love triangle, I assume, with the with the girl who is a pogue. Mm-hmm. So there's a big love triangle, and like she's right for him, right? The, the the girl, the best friend, the best friend is right for him, but he's so enamored with the blonde girl. That is just like push and pull. Am I getting right? Let me tell you. Okay, so if you would watch episode two, basically the best friend and Chase Stokes already kiss. And she's like, no, I don't. This is weird. You're my friend. So pogues don't don't do it. Exactly. Pogues don't kiss other pogues. Mm. So then, yes, he ends up with the blonde girl. And actually, they're together to this day. Like, there's no love triangle. They get married. They are. And the real people dated. And then they broke up but they're still on the show. Then Kiara, the best friend, dates Pope, the the Pogue, the Black Pogue, and then they break up. And then in season three, Kiara and JJ, the other, the white Pogue, the blonde kid, they get together. Yeah. Um, And Pope has a new love interest, but she's new to the, yeah, anyway, she's not in season wow. one. Wow. So mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I feel like at this point, my curiosity has been satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> you got all, just, all We're you wrapping needed. up. Let's wrap it up. No. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting because they really were setting up like the best friend. I know. And, and the pilot, they're like, well, she's the one though. Like he he wants the blonde girl, but it really his but best friend is right Dawson's there. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. So Turns it's out, no. not Dawson's Creek and... In that <laughs> way, I've passed the first episode. Yeah. Well, that's big so what, spoilers for, yeah, for the we, show. We but I imagine about. as someone, maybe that's because you've seen this whole series twice through. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Maybe to you, it's not spoilers. And maybe for a lot of people, it's a show you do not care what happens. You just want to watch it. What would you say? I think that the people are watching for the relationships, especially now. I just feel like the treasure storyline really fell apart after the first few seasons. Like this last season, it just made no sense, honestly. 
Um, but no one cares. It's just kind of in the background. And then when they do start hunting for this treasure, you're like, oh, yeah, the treasure. Like, <laughs> right, there's like Big a treasure. Deal. Yeah. Um, just kiss already, guys. Yeah, you're not watching for the treasure. I'm not watching for the treasure. <laughs> yeah. But I was I was surprised uh, watching the pilot how little happens. Like, mm -hmm. it's pretty, like, like there, there's not a lot of excitement early on. We're really just setting up. The, the vibe world and the vibe yeah. yeah and just like a little bit of conflict like yeah he lives by himself he's got the friends it's just a lot of people like friends <laughs> hanging out do you think they're like using that the fact that pandemic like basically made all these kids feel very lonely and here that they, they want to see friends just watching friends hanging uh, out being free out in the beach open parties yeah. on a, maybe i feel that way I, what you just said about them just hanging out that for me is the best part of the show and stuff does really go down later on but i feel like because they let them improv and they just let them riff off of each oh. other i feel like they have like a real and they're all friends this whole cast is really close with each other that i'm I'm like living out my teenage fantasy vicariously through these kids who, yeah, got to do whatever they want on their own. Yeah, very a sense of freedom uh, in this yeah. world that they live in. And are you into the other shows of this? Um, I don't know if you, it's definitely not a, a genre, but I guess it is. Like you even look at the, the vampire shows, Riverdale, things of that mm -hmm. nature. Is that stuff you're into as well? I, I used to watch Riverdale. I mean, that one is like very funny. It's very campy. I, I, I had to stop at a certain point. I used to watch Riverdale. Um, Pretty Little Liars, I guess, back when it was on. But again, I felt like those were really laughable in a way that this uh, isn't for me. Maybe for some people it's laughable, but it isn't. I grew up on like OC, um, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like teen drama. A whole lot of it out there, right? Like yeah. Even if we just type in shows <laughs> similar to Outer Banks, I'm sure you get some sure lists. Bunch of... Yeah, there's definitely some some lists yeah. of stuff that I know. Yeah. My wife watches a lot of those shows. I don't yeah. think she's watched Outer Banks yet. Um, but I wonder if those shows give sort of that same like sense of community and like hang out and stuff. Because I know she's always looking for that. She's been, you know, in getting her master's the past two years and more. So not a lot of hangouts. So I wonder if there's something to mm -hmm. even these types of shows where you have big groups of young people who are seemingly hanging out all the time. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. They never show school. I think the entire yeah. three seasons, mm -hmm. like they don't show school. I also feel like it exists in these, like the hangouts are, did you guys watch It's Always Sunny? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's another good hangout show in that the, the real show is not the, the plot that carries yeah. them through. It's like them arguing over how to cut limes or something. Yeah. It feels like these little bits of them arguing about, you know, how to hide from the cops or something stupid yeah. is really where it lives. Yeah. <laughs> and and they have very friendly uh, relationship with some of the cops, at least according to the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do they ever talk about school at all or school never no. comes up at all? I think for, for Pope, he's supposed to have a scholarship. And so he's the only one who really cares right. about yeah going to college. Uh, and that's kind of threatened throughout the the seasons. Mm. But that's the only real mention of, of school. It's like perpetually summer. Yes, exactly. It's always summer in the OBX. 
my husband was surprised. Uh, he kind of like passed by to when see I was you watching, watching this. Well, mostly to be to be like, wow, they really shot a lot of this during the magic hour. Mm-hmm. So he's like, though they shot a lot of it like multiple multiple days just because you know magic hour is only like 15 minutes so they have yeah. to be like there's like a whole like climax you know scene of at the end of the pilot where it takes place on the water and it's all beautifully lit you know yes so there's a lot of like we have to make it pretty everybody looks very pretty and glowing right it's true that show is like always sunset mm-hmm. always i wonder if they only film for like a few hours a day and then they just hang yeah. out I think so. And then get interiors during other time, I guess. Crack beers and stuff. A very yeah. yellow show in that way, though. It's a very little, yellow. So yellow. Little, little yellow, maybe too much. <laughs> maybe too yellow. Yeah, it feels like they're using a filter. I mean, I'm sure they are on the entire oh, thing. Yeah. What is this, a Coldplay music video? <laughs> mm. But they all very sun-kissed. <laughs> Sasha loved that. Yeah, I love yellow. They would. Uh, yellow by my, my favorite color, by the way. But yeah, they're all very sun-kissed. Yeah, they're sun. Exactly. It's like and the, the surfer teens, right? Like that's the OC too. It was like yeah. the sun-kissed teens and the rich and the poor and, you know, yeah. the kooks and the pokes. Oh, the man. kooks. I don't like So I, don't love I just like to get into the teenagers, a teenager's head, like what do, do they, do they love it like, you know, like... What, what, what's the show that we talked about that in the past which the Dawson's Creek is that is that the Dawson's Creek of this generation would you say or I think so I don't know the other teen sh- I mean Riverdale's on I'm trying to think what else what are the teens watching yeah it's also a different time than when Dawson's Creek was around like the media landscape is so different mm-hmm. that I don't think there's any one show that is like the Dawson's Creek just because that doesn't exist anymore you do have kids teens who are watching this and some are watching something totally different on apple tv or something oh sure yeah like there's too many options it's not like there's no one thing holding the attention of everyone yeah it's not like hey it's thursday at 9 p.m we're all gonna watch dawson's creek because yeah. what else is there to watch um but it seems to be pretty popular before we get a little farther i want to just gauge where you think this lands as a shut up i love it topic because obviously you love it but do you feel this is something that's hated, misunderstood, unknown? What's kind of your your reasoning? So, yeah, I think for the <laughs> for adults, people don't know it. Every time I talk about this with film people, they're like, I've never heard of the show. Mm-hmm. And then you look up the actors and they have millions of followers on Instagram. And you're like, what? what is this show? Uh, right, so like I think that, to that point, yeah. uh, I believe Madeline Klein, if that is her name, was in yeah. the, uh, nice. Knives Out. Yeah. And I remember a lot of people just thinking, who the hell is this? Like, I've is that girl? seen yeah. all these other actors or, you know, people I've seen or this or that. Like, who is this? She just came out exactly. of nowhere. And then to find out she's on three seasons of a hit uh, show that no one's heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's more unknown than I think, you know. Maybe you hated it, but I feel like people, well, I don't think it has uh, like a, a hate mm-hmm. uh, right. haters. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, I don't think substantial. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you watch for? You said for relationships maybe, but what is this? What does it fall for you? Is it a guilty pleasure? Is it like, uh, no, it's actually really good. Uh, or <laughs> like, what is the, what is this environment that you watch? Yeah. 
it's somewhere between a guilty pleasure and like wow this is actually really good like sometimes the way they create plot is so unlike how i write where i'm like mm. wow that came back in such a in in a way yeah. that i didn't expect like they do they do know what they're doing the three showrunners they've done a lot of other kind of mystery shows mm. so i think in that way it is impressive sometimes you are taken by surprise but i feel like for me it's more comforting to i don't know what it is i'm like i want to go to this place i want to go to the obx i love the setting so much i want to live out on a boat somewhere yeah. and just hang out this is your pandora the way that people watched uh, <laughs> uh avatar and were like i need to live there you're watching oh yeah you're watching this and saying i need to go there turn me into a yellow person not a blue person yellow person i want to be a hot teen on a boat um yeah. but wait what was i gonna say avatar Oh, oh the, yes, that was the only appeal of Dawson's Creek for me, which I've only seen maybe one season of, mm -hmm. which also my Gen Z sister got me into for some reason. But um, I didn't, I don't like the whole, how dramatic it is, but the setting of Dawson's Creek, I'm like, I want to live there. There's something about this like rural town mm -hmm. where it's isolated, but then everyone kind of knows each other. You know, it's the Gilmore Girls effect. Mm. You're like, this would solve all my problems. <laughs> How do you think your sister watches the show like in a different way from you? Uh, I think she fangirls more over it. You know, I think the relationships, yeah, are something that she's really invested in. And, you know, there's, the no, actress... like, there's no irony or sarca sarcasm for her, right? Like she's all no. in. No, no. Yeah. I would say I'm all in too. I just know that if I bring it up with people, it's like, like, why am I watching this show? Maybe it's embarrassing, but... I'm not being ironic. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I believe that it is well-written and good, you know, having not seen it all. But these shows, you know, we can discount these shows even like when you talk about a Riverdale or whatever random. <laughs> even when you look at some of the lo lower tier, less popular canceled after one season shows, like mm -hmm. they're, they're well-written. You watch them and you're like, yeah, they did stitch this season together and these episodes together. There's dramatic, good dramatic stuff happening here. And I think sometimes um, these shows fall into some some category for people of like oh this is just bad and stupid and it's like no maybe the 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 age of the characters is out of touch for you or maybe the topics that they're talking about aren't important to you but it's not like these writers showed up and were like we got an hour to write the scripts for the mm -hmm. season like no these are well crafted shows yeah i agree it seems very yeah I, yeah and that being said like the treasure aspect could have they could have really worked on that mystery more this past season but generally they do weave together so many things well <laughs> yeah it sounds like with the relationship stuff versus yeah yeah this, this isn't gonna be uh the treasure hunter <laughs> people aren't tuning into the show the for the yeah for the shows. treasure yeah maybe they are but yeah it's kind of like how did you watch knives out too Mm -hmm. yeah i felt like they didn't really try with the uh with the mystery this time around well it's also onion. so yeah. um uh intentionally subversive that it's it's not a mystery mm, you know yeah. like in a weird way it, it's trying that so that's what they said and i was like i think you were lazy <laughs> right <laughs> it, it, it can't be like oh like it's 
to it, it's to, so like, stupid yeah yeah but it can't be like oh my god like it's too complicated of a mystery like it like it's like i mean like if it's complicated and you believe it then i feel like yeah. it's a satisfying journey like, yes if it's dumb and if it's stupid then that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about like if it's like whoa so many twists then that's that's what you're there for for a mystery mm-hmm. and sounds like outer banks is kind of lost lost its touch with mystery <laughs> yeah they could just work on the whole the the myth of it you know if you're gonna mm-hmm. go with el dorado next season they're doing blackbeard you know they've done the um the boat in the first season do you guys remember what i'm talking about titanic or- <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> the uh the boat cr- that they're looking for oh, okay i i just know That's- the boat they find yeah oh yes that one uh it's a real this was a real event like i didn't know this and all these people are real that they're talking about in the show they just have you know changed all the facts of it oh yeah i mean they're going for something there i guess that i (laughs) yeah that i don't know the teens appreciate well teens (laughs) love el dorado they love the legend of el dorado (laughs) do you guys watch that movie disney's journey to el dorado i actually i don't think i've ever seen that one that was like in that era that kind of slipped through yeah, it was good. That's so good. what did you? Yeah, it was great. What did you good. think of the pilot? I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say Eldorado, great album. Um, I forget the band, but great. I album. love that. This is like your, uh, like the music reference. Sasha's the music person, <laughs> which is I mean, odd because she is, hates music. Uh, she well, I don't hate music. I'm just really like Eldorado's Electric Light Orchestra's album. I'm just really like intimidated by music. I have bad and good relationship with it, but hmm. that's the one. That's the one connection I made. Uh, what did I think of the pilot? Yeah, I again, I just I just felt like it was a really, like, I was kind of interested. In, I was like, I think it's going to be, like, going in, I was like, this is going to be, like, a yummy, like, a fun mm-hmm, show to mm-hmm. watch. Like, it's going to be juicy. This going to be, like, oh, interesting intrigue. I felt things were, like, a little too laid back for me. Too slow. Too, but the, too, too little conflict, almost. But, I, again... Not, mm-hmm. not the tone they were going for, but I like assume the tone would be a little bit more conflicty, and uh, it's just like a little too middle of the road, a little too like chill for mm-hmm. me. But um, I felt like things started getting picked up maybe at the end. Yeah, yeah, I would say the pilot is probably the most. I don't know. They kind of really eased into the this is the world that we're mm-hmm. in because the rest of the episodes are like we're running from the cops and they're shooting at us and you know okay that kind of thing. But Joe, what that did being you think? Said, you, yeah. Just just a pilot. What um, it is the curse of pilots, right? That it's yeah. like pilots can be tough, and um, especially now, I think you see often more shows that hey, watch the first two episodes. People are usually telling you, watch the first two or first three because that's when it really clicks in. Yeah. And that's. I think it's also just the the way that we do serialized television a lot more now versus before if you had a a show called Treasure Hunters, in minute one of the pilot, you knew (laughs) what treasure they were getting. And by the end of the episode, they got the treasure. And next week, they got a new treasure. And things aren't exactly... That's maybe Episodic, not his style. Um, I uh, didn't really enjoy <laughs> enjoy this show, <laughs> but I cats I, out of the bag. I understand <laughs> the wavelength that the show is for because I have watched shows because they have pretty people that I am attracted to, 
uh, <laughs> you know, getting into situations. Like and, what? Uh, I can't even th- think of Bluey. Yeah, like uh, what? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Definitely when I was younger, more so than now. But um, not to say it's not something I would. I would do now. I'm sorry, I can't think of an example. But did you watch the OC? Um, I actually never did. But Dawson's Creek, I did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was definitely. You know, I could see the the notes of Dawson's Creek in this and and other shows of its ilk. Um, so I get all that, but for me, none of the people I was too interested in, um, even the Madeline Kleins and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, not, not Madeline to, didn't do it for not you? Not enough Madeline Klein, you know, for me. Yeah. Um, She's more featured later on, yeah. So it might mm. not just be for me. I don't think I had any, like, particular issue with it in regards of, like, hey, I think this is um, poorly written or poorly no. done or anything like that. I just found myself um, not connecting to it. And sometimes it's surprising when we do a show uh, or anything for this podcast that it's like, man, I got sucked in. And mm-hmm. and especially these shows. I think these shows, just meaning this type of, whether it's Riverdale or whatnot, like I said, they're good. They're they're meant to suck you in the way a good show does or a good movie. You know, the, the end of the episode, you're like, hey, I want to keep watching. Um, it just didn't do it for me. Maybe the setting. I wasn't as enamored by the setting as you are as well. Mm-hmm. I think I was definitely upset when the main character is getting drowned. No <laughs> one is helping him. And then when someone comes to actually save mm-hmm. him, albeit yeah. with a gun, everyone's freaking out like, you're crazy, man. It's like, <laughs> no, he was murdering him with his bare hands. Yeah. I think actually both people are crazy in this situation. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay, I, I kind of don't like that. Um, but yes, uh, don't let us steal any thunder from you. From oh, that, you won't. But I, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of... Uh, in retrospect, I wish we would have watched two episodes because... That's okay. You can do that tonight. Yeah, so you're well, going to watch episode two, <laughs> three, four, five, and yeah. then see how you feel. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing. I, I think sometimes these shows, the second episode, things really click. Like the second mm-hmm. episode is when it finds its format for how episodes are going to be. Yeah. Well, first one is all premise, right? Yeah. Yeah, and just like here's the characters, and we're yeah, not. This isn't characters. how the episodes are gonna feel and play out. Um, so I kind of wish that, but at the same time, I was like, "Cool, only one episode. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're good. I did my job here today." Are they all like the same length episodes, or yeah, they're all like an hour. Yeah, they're really just like, yeah, take it. Or not like, long enough. Yeah, as long as you want. <laughs> it's all shot during magic hour. We're gonna take. That's many days. It's gonna take, yeah. And then they go to Barbados, and then they uh, they spend a long time in Barbados, and then Guadeloupe, and then South America. So they're all into the tropical, you know, kind of island life. Leaving the leaving their home behind. Yeah, um, they're fugitives. Yeah, they end up on a deserted island. A lot happens. It, wow, it is a really yeah. impressive show. Just the pilot with like, you know, they have to be on boats. That's already tremendously difficult there's boat chases you know the lighting yeah. the lighting is one of those you know uh very deceptive things on screen that we know costs a lot of time and, and preparation but um you know even beyond that just the boat stuff it's like wow you guys really 
you don't make a show like that unless you're pretty confident in it being good yeah you'd be like let's cut some boat stuff uh, (laughs) right right um, yeah unless you've had that sweet netflix money yeah. yeah, they had to learn all the kids. You know, when they took the kids, the however old they are, they They're all had to learn. Than all of them. Us. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they each have kids citizens. of their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they had to teach them. You know how to surf, how to ride a boat, how to um, fish. Is there something else? Uh, there's a lot of like physical stuff that they do. Mm. So they do the boot camp before they do anything. I I saw on Wikipedia briefly that they had an actual like music festival just for Outer Banks. Yeah, and they had Alt J come on because I think that one of their songs is used in it. Um, yeah, the Pogues Poglandia or something. Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten really into watching interviews with this cast. Also, like I think I'm going through something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And if Sounds I must like. say, you were talking about how much you wanted to live in, like, these uh, communities, like, um, uh-huh. you know, even uh, Stark's Hollow and stuff. Stars, Stars Hollow. Hollow. Yeah, I always get it confused. <laughs> With the what? Uh, well, because Stars uh, Hollow Star- and Stark's oh, Hollow. Yeah, like, I haven't seen um, Game of Thrones. The, mm. It's a similar word. Stars Hollow makes no sense because a star <laughs> wouldn't have a hollow. Uh, but and you're someone who's been moving around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here you are you're kind of wishing for that the, the for grass the is always yeah. greener because mm. you've been you've been living the, what those characters are probably thinking we would love if we could go city to city this yeah, little yeah. life we live sucks and they're <laughs> they want you they want a show about you i think the pogues would be watching a show about <laughs> you and and having a podcast there's a reality when it's happening right now another yes another thing i love about the show that you just made me think of is that they don't really use their phones like even though they're teenagers i think now yeah like riverdale has to put in phones but because they're i don't know they're very outdoorsy and um maybe also just because they're uh poor i guess like not not everyone has a phone they don't watch tv like there's no technology really in the show that's i i I'm very impressed by that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Do they ever have like phone like, oh, like somebody has to call somebody? Like, like very like, rarely. They're like, yeah. well, like very rarely do they even bring up that any of them has a phone somehow. Mm-hmm. And it fits for the show, at least with the pilot. Yeah. You're like, oh, this isn't weird. Exactly. And I think that's the appeal also maybe for the teens is that they yeah. live in this world that is so physical and not online. Mm-hmm. When did the first season come out? Was it in during the... COVID? It was oh. like 2020, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, that the kids were like, "This is what I miss." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think it rough. probably gained popularity because of that, and everyone was just locked in and watching shows. Yeah, so what I are they coming out? And yeah, around that era. You do? Yeah, I, I do. I was oh. aware of the show. I just didn't seem like for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do they sound like in the interviews? Like, uh, is there anything that worth mentioning, Veronica? They're all, they just all seem to be really close friends. They just make fun of each other a lot. Uh, they all live together when they film wherever they're filming. So I think they just have this bond. Obviously the two main characters dated and now broke up. So I think everyone's kind of watching them in interviews to see how they're interacting now. Do we know why they broke up? I don't, but they're both mm. dating new people and it's <gasps> kind of upsetting. Yeah. I don't like it. No. I don't like it. And I was also, it's so annoying when you're watching a show knowing that the characters broke up because they don't have them 
kiss until the very end you know they they're hugging all the time and you're like oh this is because you broke up and you don't want them to put through this and i'm suffering yeah (laughs) wow how many episodes in one season 10 yeah oh yeah so that's that's 30 hours yeah Yeah, exactly 30 yeah um and there's a new cast member who you don't meet until season two who i love uh played by carlicia uh, I can't remember her last name, but she's someone who plays like a character from, I don't know if she's from Barbados. She has like an island accent. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her so much. Such a good audition. That's why I was looking for a new episode for you guys to watch so you could mm-hmm. see her too, because I feel like she really changed the dynamic of this group. Um, but it was just going to be too confusing. Anyway, so in interviews, they're all kind of, uh, I don't know, they just seem like a really tight knit, mm-hmm. cute little gang. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So much, so much good stuff to say about Outer Banks. Um, <laughs> is it time to go to the ratings, Joe? What do you think? Quite possibly. I guess the question I have is, um, do you know what the future holds for the show uh, since season three is out? I do. So they've been confirmed for season four. At the, uh, at the Pogue, Pogue Festival. At, oh, that's where they were. I didn't even yeah. know that. So they... Um, but it won't be out until probably next summer, which mm. just feels, oh, I just, I hate waiting for things, but yeah, it's going to be focused. They do a time jump at the end of season three where they jump forward 18 months. And so now they're going to be looking for Blackbeard and, uh, and a new treasure. Mm. Um, so that's what we can expect for season four, at which point I will be how old? Yeah. 31 years old. 30 years old i don't know watching a show but so are they so are they (laughs) great Um, good good hope for the show good hope for the show will be the last just with netflix yeah they've yeah they're really pushing their luck already so oh wow uh yeah just a perfect time also to go to the ratings how do the ratings work joe all right we are gonna rate outer banks on a scale of zero to ten using something else as our basis of the rating so that something else could be another teen show and you could say hey this teen show sucks but outer banks blows it out of the water or you could even say hey it's an experience like having a beach party with your friends that's a 10 and so is outer banks and if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go first. Sasha. You want me to go first? Why don't huh? you go first? All right. Um, I'll compare it to Reservation Dogs. I feel like it's another TV show that could be for younger generation. Um, and it's also about like outliers who are just kind of like their own little tight-knit group and they have another group that they're up against and it's very con- very connected to the place uh, where they live and they have all this relationship with it and the mythos of it. Um, really enjoyed Reservation Dogs, especially the pilot. I think it's one of the strongest pilots ever. Not premise, interestingly. And uh, I'll give Reservation Dogs uh, a nine. If that's a nine then uh, I'd say Outer Banks. Again, like similarly to what Joe said before, didn't love it, but I also can see it growing on me if I went along with it. I'll give it a hopeful seven. Hopeful Joe, what seven. about you? Hopeful you, seven. I, I thought of a show that's not recent, but that I watched because 
of pure sexual attraction. <laughs> um, and that would be Dark Angel. James Cameron's Dark Angel starring Jessica Alba. Oh. Um, and I was obsessed with that show. Actually, I think it's a fun sci-fi action show. Um, but, hell, I'd watch it on mute if, if I could. Um, as if someone's stopping me from watching that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what? What's kind of sad about that and is tied to Netflix is you can't find Dark Angel anywhere anymore. Mm. It's not on any streaming sites. What? I have the DVD box sets. Um, you can't huh. even go buy it on iTunes. Um, maybe that's changed now if you're if you're doing some fact checking there. But I did some mm. searching for it not long ago about a year ago could not find it anywhere and it might just be lost to time and we might see that with some of these netflix shows too if they just i mean they're taking arrested off. development off which they made they're taking yeah. off the seasons of arrested development Why? that they produced that's insane what's their reasoning for it i have no idea i think there's a uh, residual stuff and things of that nature perhaps yeah. there's just some business reasons i know they did a lot of that with hbo max too and and some of the stuff made sense they're like hey here's some sesame street episodes that got zero views over the course of a year mm. let's take those off but then you're gonna take off uh westworld like okay but um yeah D dark angel that's a 10 out of 10 because we could see just <laughs> alba all day fun <laughs> show. uh outer banks you know it's kind of like for me watching a void <laughs> um so i think i have to give it just a five out of ten because i'm not mm. sure if I if a void is is good or bad, you know, you're just mm -hmm. in a void. You're just in mm -hmm. purgatory. For somebody who said you see a lot of potential for the show, <laughs> well, it's, it's it's not a void. It's purgatory, right? And there's a lot of potential another in negative kind of thing. I don't know. Hell is negative. Purgatory is that's <laughs> uh, fine. You know, it's like so. Yes, I I'll give it its flowers where they're due, but um, you know, not for me. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, who cares, I say, about yeah. us? Uh, Veronica, what about you? <laughs> this has been painful. But I, you, um, you knew it. You came, you, you came here to... I don't I know. I had knew. some hope. I, I had some knew. hope. <laughs> Damn. Um, but I don't even know what to compare. I saw Cocaine Bear today, so I'm going to compare it to yeah. Cocaine Bear. That's good. Um, cocaine Bear really honestly scarred me for <gasps> life. I hate gore. Oh. But you saw cocaine bear. <laughs> it's like me being <laughs> like, I hate teens hanging out, but yeah. I'm gonna go watch Outer Banks. I hate Magic Hour. I know. <laughs> um, I was intrigued, but you know what? It, it was entertaining and it it was funny. So let me give Cocaine Bear again a five because it's Oof. like equally funny and equally like I'm. It's so disturbing. Right. Yeah. So Outer Banks is a ten out of ten. Yeah. Hell yeah, it better be. Wow. I mean, I'm if I'm rewatching, that means I'm in yeah. for life. Yeah, because rewatching in this yeah. world, it's it's a huge like sign of love and right? commitment. There's other things I could be yeah. watching. Yeah, yeah so that many is. Things. <laughs> it is. So my wife will rewatch shows like Outer Banks. Not that she's seen that, but that type of show, like mm -hmm. which I don't even know what they're called anymore. I don't think the shows she watches even have names. They just funnel them 
in Dermot. You just stream of consciousness. Yeah. You should tell her about this. I feel like she might oh, like Oh, yeah, it. she knows, but I don't think she's watched it yet. But um, she'll watch that. I'll watch the rehearsal and Nathan for oh, you over sure. and over. And she's like, just... why are you watching? How can you watch that over and over? I'm like, well, how can you watch? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I was just wearing this hat today. That is an my amazing hat. hat. So, uh, says I crashed my Scion TC at 100 miles per hour. That is an <laughs> incredible R.I.P. R.I.P. to his... R.I.P. to his roommate who died in real I life. I know. A little moment anyways, of silence for him. Guy. Yeah. A little moment of silence coming back. But yes, um, wow. Yeah, I 10 out of 10. I am blown away <laughs> and happy for you. I wouldn't have requested to come on this pod for anything yeah. less than a 10. Yeah, I'm not surprised, honestly, but uh, <laughs> after the conversation. Although sometimes we do get a little, a little surprised, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the people who are would want to watch Outer Banks, they're thoroughly convinced. I hope after so. After this episode, and I think those who don't um, were convinced before the episode started, and that's <laughs> yeah. fine. That's how it go. That's how life goes. That's life for you. So you you think you're gonna remind uh, Andy that Outer Banks exists? Yeah, yeah. sure, I, I will, and I'll. Would you do that? I, I will for you. I'll do that. And maybe even if she watches it, I'll watch the second maybe, episode yeah. with her. You totally should. Just, do tell. Do just because we need to spend more time together. Or so she nags. Wow. <laughs> Classic wife, am I right? Um, great. Well, Veronica, thank you for coming back. What is it? Was your third or fourth time? On I think this is my third time. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for having me, as always. On your <laughs> fourth you time, we here. send a, a fruit basket, so... <laughs> Oh, yes. But it's I already know what I want to talk about. It's all cantaloupes. <laughs> <laughs> that actually fits the, the shut up, I love it. That's funny. <laughs> That's true. Um, you already know what you want to talk about. Perfect. Save it. Uh, anything you want to plug? Nope. Great. Joe? Yeah, check out JoeCabello.com. That's with two L's and one O, obviously. But um, you could go there, sign up for my mailing list, and especially buy my graphic novel, Bottoms Up Hard Liquor. It is also um, people hanging out. They're not teens, but they're in their their 20s and they're hanging out. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. 